Hello, this is Christina Pop, and you are listening to Thrive with Christina Pop podcast. In order for you to live a thriving life, it is essential to fully step into your power and incorporate all the aspects of your life. In this podcast, I will show you how to use your mind, reconnect with your body and with your energy, and how to follow your soul's deepest desires to create a thriving life that feels really good. Let's get started. Hello and welcome. If you are listening to this episode in real time, it's August 15, and many of you are maybe still in your summer break and enjoying your very own summer sanctuary. So today we will continue our beautiful series on summer sanctuary and we will talk about delicious pleasure. I wanted to bring you um, another best of episodes and this is episode number four on pleasure. And because it's summer sanctuary, we will upgrade this episode to delicious pleasure. Pleasure is another aspect of the yin feminine energy and it's also a fundamental aspect of our lives. And I have done this work with so many clients, bringing not only more pleasure into their lives, but also directing their attention to the pleasure that is already there, the little pleasures of life, the colors of the sunset, the sound of the wind, the smell of a flower, the taste of a ripe peach, the feeling of the clothes you are wearing on your skin, the pleasures that are already there and just we just need to direct our attention to them. And in this episode, I have made a very important distinction. The distinction between, on one hand, the false pleasure, the easy-to-access pleasure, and on the other hand, the delicious, the expansive, the aligned pleasure. This is particularly important during our summer breaks and summer in general, because during this time, you might be tempted to access this false pleasure, this easy pleasure, and call it delicious pleasure. Call it the, mistake it for the real (laughs) pleasure. And this false pleasure is actually, might look like, drinking more than you usually do or drinking beverages that you don't usually drink or um, eating not exactly what you have identified to be nourishing and healthy for your body. And you might um, accompany this this access to these to these things with oh i just allow myself to have this pleasure or i need this to you know to feel like i'm enjoying my holidays i'm actually just only enjoying my my holidays and i'm certainly not the person who will have an opinion on what you should eat drink or how much you should scroll on social media i am the person who can help you identify If you are choosing these things as a way to avoid an emotion or as a way to easily access a dopamine hit that you have when you drink something, eat something, or scroll on a social media, or if these choices are aligned with what you truly want for yourself. 
So really to help you make this difference, am I doing this to avoid an emotion? Is it because I maybe feel anxious or disappointed or I feel bored or guilty or I have this restlessness inside myself? Is it because I like this dopamine hit of having this thing right now? Or is it because it's what I truly want and what is truly aligned with myself? Because very often, once the dopamine hit is gone, the emotions we try to avoid, the lack of meaningful aligned pleasure, they come back, knocking, knocking on the door, and you will be left with the same questions you had before and with an extra layer of guilt, the guilt of having eaten something, drinking something, scrolled on social media when you didn't really want it to. And the false pleasure gives you the illusion of feeling better, the illusion of making the most of your holidays, the illusion of unplugging and enjoying, but they only unplug you from yourself. So this episode on pleasure we will that we will listen to again today in this different context of creating a summer sanctuary will help you define and redefine pleasure for yourself and also make choices to bring more delicious pleasure, more intentional pleasure, however that looks like for you, but choosing it intentionally and wave it into your summer sanctuary. Pleasure that is aligned with your deepest desire and what is meaningful to you. So now let's dive into pleasure. Welcome to this episode that I have devoted to a very important topic that doesn't get much attention. Pleasure. Why talk about pleasure today? Because pleasure is essential for a thriving life and pleasure is the fuel for another very important topic we will discuss in the next episodes, which is creativity. If you ever watched A Little Child, you know that pleasure is essential to our lives. You have seen babies and little children watching a butterfly with so much delight, tasting a ripe peach for the very first time and enjoying the taste with so much pleasure stopping in the middle of the street to understand where a sound came from and bursting in a delighted laughter when they identify it, cuddling, drawing only for the pleasure of drawing, playing only for the pleasure of the emotions that they feel when they play. So if you ever watched a baby or a child with curiosity, you know how important it is for a human being to feel pleasure throughout our five senses or emotional pleasure. But then we grow up and we are subject to social conditioning and seem to cut ourselves from it. First of all, what is pleasure? So I find this definition in the Oxford Dictionary, which is pleasure is a state of feeling or being happy or satisfied enjoyment. There are different aspects of pleasure. There is the physical pleasure that we sense through the five senses. We perceive the outside world and we feel pleasure in our body when we see, for example, the cherry trees blossoming, when we hear the sound of music, when we feel the smell of a freshly baked chocolate cake or the taste of a ripe peach. 
and the feeling of a silk dress on our skin. And sometimes we don't pay attention to this physical pleasure or we take it for granted, but when we lose it, that has a huge impact on our lives. And I have personally experienced that when I lost my sense of smell for three months and my sense of taste for 18 months after being sick with the coronavirus in 2020. So I had 18 long months to reflect on my five senses and the quality of my life, the amount of pleasure I lost in my life when I lost my senses of smell and taste. And I can't really describe in words what it's like to not be able to taste and smell for days and weeks and months in a row. And also I can't really describe in words the deep pleasure that I felt when I was able to taste an orange for the first time again. And the tremendous pleasure of sensing the smell of cooked rice for the first time again. And so that is the first aspect of pleasure, the physical pleasure. And there is also the emotional pleasure. And that is the pleasant sensation we feel in our bodies when we feel emotions like happiness, satisfaction, joy, connection, delight. And it's important to know that everything we do is in order to feel a pleasant emotion. For example, we want to be in a romantic relationship to be able to feel the emotion of love. We want to earn money to feel the emotion of safety or accomplishment. And that are pleasant emotions in the body. We want to be able to travel, for example, to feel the emotions of excitement and curiosity in our body. And so in all these examples of both physical and emotional pleasure, we can see the connection between body and mind and how our brain activity and our body are intertwined and intimately related when it comes to pleasure. So right now, I'm going to invite you to close your eyes and drop into your body and find pleasure in your body right now. Get curious about what do you feel in your body. When you think about pleasure, what comes up for you? And if you feel uneasy or if you feel resistance, notice what your thoughts are. Because there are a couple of beliefs cultivated in our society around pleasure and we will have a look at them together. The first belief around pleasure is even embedded in the definition of the word or the word pleasure that I found in the Oxford Dictionary. So the second definition in the Oxford Dictionary is pleasure is the activity of enjoying yourself, especially in contrast to working. I'm going to repeat that. Pleasure is the activity of enjoying yourself, especially in contrast to working. And they give you an example. Are you in Paris for business or pleasure? It is fascinating how this definition opposes pleasure and work, especially when we know that the absence of pleasure is a marker of depression and an alarm bell for burnout. So this is the, yeah, the first belief that we can identify around pleasure in our society, that work and pleasure are in contrast, that they are opposed. So from there, many of us believe that if we feel pleasure while we do something, then it's not real work. 
I'm going to repeat that again. Many of us believe that if we feel pleasure while we do something, it's not real work. I want you to think about it, to let it sink and see if you can relate to that. And then the second belief around pleasure is that it's a loss of time, which is also probably linked to the first one. Because, of course, if we oppose pleasure to work and if we value work more, then pleasure is a loss of time. It's not productive in that belief system, right? And the third belief is that pleasure is a reward for later, for when we have achieved a goal. But if you really pay attention, you will notice that how you get to your goals is how you will be at your goals. Yeah, how you get to your goals is how you will be at your goals. That's something I have learned from Brock Castillo, um, the founder of the Life Coach School. And that's something you can also verify in your own life. If you hustle your way to create your business or to change your career, you will be in that hustle energy when you will arrive there and you will hustle your way to the next goal and to the next goal and to the next goal without allowing yourself to feel the pleasure of working towards your goal and being. Yeah. So that was the third belief that I see very often that pleasure is a reward for later, for when we have achieved, when we have checked everything on the to-do list, when we have arrived. The fourth belief is that pleasure is not okay, that it's irresponsible, not moral, or not mature. And that leads us to struggle and suffer in our career, in our business, in our life, because, hey, nobody wants to be seen as irresponsible, immoral, or immature. Nobody wants to be seen as superficial and not be taken seriously. Because remember, embedded in the definition of pleasure is the contrast between pleasure and work. So, first of all, look into what belief, what conditioning you have received. And do you agree with it or not? And secondly, know that beliefs are optional. The contrast between pleasure and work is completely arbitrary, even when it's embedded in the dictionary definition. That contrast between pleasure and work is optional. And when we are conscious of this cultural and social programming, we can reprogram it. And that's exactly the work I do with my clients through coaching, in my coaching practice. And so I would like to invite you to get curious about your own beliefs around pleasure and ask yourself if they help you build a thriving life or not. Because what I see very often is that the lack of pleasure has a consequence on our health. And when pleasure is not the drive, then the drive becomes emotions like stress, fear, and we end up not enjoying what we have in life and what we achieve. What if pleasure was vital? Because we see that the lack of pleasure leads to depression, leads to exhaustion, and leads to burnout. So what space and what priority you give to pleasure in your life? And before you answer that question, I want to give you one more tool. The difference between pleasure and false pleasure. Yeah? And you will know the difference by tapping into your own body. Because pleasure, the emotional pleasure and um, the physical pleasure, the way we define it, 
that feels receptive and feels open, expansive in the body. Yeah, that's an expression of the yin, the feminine energy. It feels like connection with ourselves and with other people. And what I call false pleasures, that's more a way for us to escape the unpleasant emotions by searching that dopamine hit that comes when you eat a whole bag of chips, scroll on social media and watch Netflix when you said that you will go early to bed. And that is a quick and intense pleasure that we put like a buffer between ourselves and our emotions, between ourselves and our connection to ourselves and to other people. And my observation is that we crave for this false pleasure, we crave for that dopamine hit when we have deprived our body from the expansive, open, receptive pleasure. Usually what happens when we hustle our way through the day, not allowing our body to relish in pleasure, not feeling pleasure in our work, in our job, in our business, not paying attention to the pleasure of the five senses, to the little pleasure in life, like the light, uh, the, the blue sky, the, uh, the ray of light on your desk when you open the window, the, um, the sound of the birds, the little things that pleasure of the five senses, when you are not allowing space for expansive emotions, then what happens that you end up in the evening with a whole bag of chips in front of Netflix and that's an attempt to get that dopamine hit, that quick dopamine hit. Pleasure is a life force. Pleasure is vital. Pleasure is an expression of the yin, feminine energy, and it's also the fertile ground for creativity which we'll talk about in the next episode. But before we talk about creativity, in the next episode, I will talk about rest. Pleasure and rest are the conditions for creativity. When you feel pleasure and when you are rested, your best idea come easily and with flow. Thank you so much for joining me today. Follow this podcast so that you can receive this weekly gift in your favorite podcast app. All you need to do is to open your favorite app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify app on your phone, search for Thrive with Christina Bob, click on the show and you will see a little plus sign or a follow button on the upper right corner. Click on it and it's done. And the best way to support this podcast is to leave a review on your favorite platform. If this podcast was useful for you, share it with friends and family so that they can benefit from it too. Thank you. I'll be back next week.